Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Chris Prefontaine from Smart Real Estate Coach. We are here today to talk about Chris's new book, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, 24 Leading Experts Reveal Their Real Estate Secrets. Chris is an Amazon bestselling author and industry leader. He shares his secrets for over 25 years in real estate that can be applied to any niche. Um, they're simple, but honestly, life-changing insights in here that we're going to talk about like your everything from morning routine to scripting to planning out your day to obviously there's some obviously a lot of real estate specific stuff in here as well. There's some really cool people that contribute to the book. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Okay, so you are a previous Amazon bestselling author. What inspired you to write book number two? Uh, the last book was more our niche. This book is more diverse, like our podcast. So I wanted people to get exposure to that, really. And then, like you said, it's not just a technique. It's like, you know, what were the struggles? What do they do every day? It's stuff that people usually don't share. Absolutely. You obviously shared some of your own ups and downs in your 25 years, everything from starting out to the bath you took in the 0708 debacle. <laughs> to the- That's a nice way of saying it. Yes, yes. Uh, to the success that you've had ever since then, some of the people you've been mentored by, some of the things you've learned along the way, let's dive right in. Um, so you are a big believer in daily disciplines. What does that mean to you and how do you apply it in your daily practice? You know, I told the um, kids when they were young, and I've said this to my wife forever, we've been together forever. I said, if, if someone's disciplined, technically in my eyes, they can build any business or, or um, I don't say do anything, but they can build any business because it's like um, discipline to me is like doing the things that you know you're supposed to do even when no one's looking. And, and if you have like a, the yearly plan, you can win your year in a big way by just doing what you're supposed to do every single day. That's, that's the discipline. I know it sounds watered down, but that's a fact if you check yourself every day. Now you have a formula to improve yourself, 300, your business 368% in one year about improving one-tenth of 1% every day. Mm -hmm. So give us an example of something you do. How do you start your day? What does your morning routine look like? Because obviously you're very successful. So I'm doing one of a few things in the morning, almost every morning with maybe one day a week exception. That is I'm either hitting the gym early. I go to crack a butt. I'm there at like 3, 3.30, only twice a week. That's, That's what I do. 
I, when I discovered Anytime Fitness, that was the coolest thing. Um, so I'm either working out, doing yoga, or uh, meditating. It's one of those three. And then immediately following, it's journaling, which is usually gratitude, notes, brainstorms. Okay, you've got some fill-in-the-blank statements in the book. If I could get blank um, to do business with us, our business would totally change. There's quite a few of them. Um, how does filling in the blanks as one of your secrets help prompt you and, and help you get to where you want to go? Well, it's just like not starting brain. from scratch. Yeah, it's like a brain teaser, right? So people often don't, I don't, unless I'm prompted, sit and say, geez, if I could only have, if I could only meet Seth, I could bring my business to the next level. If I can only, do and just brainstorm that out and then put a plan together to, to, to do it. That makes sense? Is that what you're asking? It does. Yes, that is exactly what I was asking. Um, you have another daily practice called the power of one daily yeah. discipline chart. Tell us a little bit about that. I, that started in a uh, mastermind call back in the nineties, another whole topic of being on mastermind calls. But the guy said on the call, Mike, I remember his name. He's in Florida still to this day. He was selling about 200 homes a year. We were realtors back then. And he said, uh, guys, I figured out how to win my year and it's to do the things I'm supposed to do every single day, but let's chart it. So he would put across the top and I've adapted this and re renamed it my name, the calendar days across the top. And then the things along the left column that you know you have to do. It could be working out. It could be making three calls. It could be running this at whatever, you know, it's going to do to get you to the goal. And then that's your self accountability. Cause you got to check it off each night and it's a bummer to end the day and not check off any boxes. It's remarkable how that works. If you just, you got to check off a box, you make the call, you do that thing. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Now you have an incredible number of successful customers and clients and students. And some of them obviously have contributed to the book. You approach the business of coaching others and teaching others how to do what you do in the real estate space kind of differently than a lot of the other so-called gurus in your industry. What prompted that kind of different approach and, and kind of talk about how that developed? In no particular order, it, it's just extremely annoying still to this day to get the calls from people saying, oh, I took this course, I went to this event, and I've never done a deal. And I have two people, I think one of them's in the book, that spent 100 k 100,000. Wow. And they got to me and they said, but I've never done a deal. I said, what? Obviously something's not working in this system that you're trying to learn. So there's a gap there. I call it the gap. And so we, we take them by the arm, we lock arms with them and we close that gap by actually doing deals with them. Like that's what they're missing. The, the execution. Okay. And you say doing deals with them for our folks who are listening who haven't heard of someone in your industry doing that before. Yeah. Um, what does that look like? What does that mean? Can you give us an example of a recent one? Yeah, so it means that when someone's brand new, we say go do ABC, good, but it's hard to do alone when you're brand new, right? So we say go do ABC, and if you get into a bind, I'm going to get on the phone, I'm going to talk to your seller with you. Uh, I remember Don's first deal, and I think Don's one of the ones in the book, uh, maybe, maybe not. Don had a deal, and he called me, and he said, okay, I got this guy, and he said, yes, it's a 10-acre estate, it's beautiful, I, I have no idea what to do. So I said, set up a conference call, we'll get on the phone, his name was Randy, we spoke with Randy, and then Randy said, I want you to speak with my accountant and my attorney, see if I should do this owner financing thing. I said, and then Don's texting me going, what do we do? I said, relax. We'll get a conference call with the attorney. Same thing. I got on the phone. We did that deal. In fact, the sell has been cashed out already. And that was like 130 grand or something like that. All three paydays for Don. That was pretty cool. And to this day, he'll say, I still don't know what we did on the beginning of that, you know, <laughs> but he learned a lot. 
I bet he did it. Hopefully he listened to the recordings a few times. Yeah. So that's another one of your success secrets is repetition and listening in on other success. I know that you have, you do mastermind calls, I think every week with you. Tell, talk to us a little bit about what that is and why it works so well. Yeah. So with the students, we, we added a Slack platform, which is invaluable. And it came from a simple idea from a consultant that I had in my office one day, just shooting the breeze. And so they talk every day together, and then we all get together once a week on Zoom instead of a conference call. There's another little idea that helped kind of glue the community together so we're all on video together once a week. And it's neat. So it's not just me. It's like a student saying, hey, I, I had this happen to me today, or I had this seller say such and such. What would you guys have done? And I'll shut up, and I'll let the more experienced members answer. And it's really cool to get that kind of advice every single week and be able to talk every day on Slack, you know? So... Those are two writer downers right there, folks, if you're listening or watching. So one, he's created a platform for his students, his clients, his customers to talk to each other, which a lot of business owners and teach, you know, information marketers might be terrified of. They might be scared that they're going to say something negative about them. They might be scared to say something didn't work, but you've taken a leap of faith and you've allowed them to not only know each other, talk to each other, but to grow the community each other. And you're allowing them to advise each other. Now, I would imagine your lawyer might have a field day of paranoia with that, um, but you've taken the leap anyway. Talk a little bit about how that's grown and how that's helped your members in your business. Yeah, and I'll say this, Seth. So, so if I was just selling product, and you and I may have talked about this in the past, if I took my product and cut it up, I could probably sell it for 10 times more, literally, than I am now. But, and so then I'd be like, ooh, I don't want to have them talking because I'm not there. But I know when we're holding their hand, they're doing deals. So talk away because it's working, you know? And so from a, you said from a growth standpoint, what has yes. happened? Um, I've, I mean, we've grown 50 to 70% a year for the last four or five years because it's working. I don't know what else that, you know, <laughs> that is a that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, it is, you know, but there, as you've seen, you have so many competitors who don't do that. The fact that it actually works is it's sad, but it's almost rare now. Yeah, I understand. I, I agree. It's wacky. Okay. So we talked about the, one of the biggest mistakes that folks who are wanting to invest in real estate make, which is not executing, not doing anything. Yeah. What are some of the other ones they make that, I mean, you're in a rare niche inside of real estate. We've seen it called the most underlooked real niche in real estate history. You're not fixing and flipping and you're not buying out of foreclosure and yeah. you're not doing late night infomercials. So talk a little bit about how you discovered this niche and then kind of You've kind of become the guru of it. It sparked from me getting my head beat in, in in the crash in 08. And then my wife, literally, I remember the conversation saying, you went through all this stuff to rebuild your credit. You went through all this stuff to try to buy things on terms. Why don't you like help other buyers and sellers do it? And then why don't you like help other people learn how to do it? It all sparked from my mess because um, I had to rebuild my credit and I had to buy things without having money. You know, So then that spawned this business of buying without banks and buying without signing credit. So you made your mess your message. Yeah, uh, that is awesome. I think a lot of us have businesses that came out of not maybe necessarily 08 in real estate, but where we oh, created our own mess yeah. and then helped other people as a result of it. So there's an empowering meaning and a silver lining. What do you like best about what you do? Okay. On the coaching side, I like what I like best is seeing someone go from A to Z, like seeing that guy who spent a hundred freaking grand and then coming to us and not doing a deal and coming to us. And now he's at uh, like 1.4 million. I think it is in like two and a half years. Well, that's pretty cool. And you've coached, you do coach. So you know, like you can't explain to some people who have never coached. They'll say, why are you coaching? Why don't you just go do deals? It's different. 
Uh, we see him go from A to Z. And secondly, I got to stay. My kids have to stay. Our team has to stay right on the edge, sharp, if we're coaching. You, so it's a cool challenge, too. Yes, I found um, I learn more by teaching than I do by doing it in the first place. Yeah. So there are times I teach what I want to know. I yeah. go learn it so I can teach it. And then after I teach it, then I go do it even better because I learned something by communicating it. And it's almost like parenting. So yeah. there's the raise your kid and see them do something on their own that's great. And it's the same thing with coaching students where you actually, so you tell someone, you teach someone to do something, they actually do it. They walked for the first time. Yeah. And you're, you know, really excited. Now you've got a whole lot of repetition and continuing education for lack of a better term built into your programs. Ask people, how many times are you going to let your kid try and walk before you tell them it's just not for them? Right. Yeah. And, Everyone says, well, never. My kids, they have to learn how to walk, right? It's not, they tried four times and failed for it. It fell down, so we're done teaching them. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your, the continuing education elements of your program, which is one of the, another one of the reasons I think it's so different. I think, okay, tell me if this is what you're asking. So we do a, a couple things. Well, you know, anything continuation. One is our course lives online, and most recently we've committed as a team to every month update a module so it's constantly evolving so they don't buy it and go oh, i got a course and one year from now it's outdated it's literally next month will be updated next month and again and then we plug them in twice a year to a business scaling event we call it in the spring in a uh, qls live quantum leap system live event every uh, fall and that's grown from 18 people in a basement to 45 to 75 to 150 because Again, people doing deals and they show up and it's community and they learn at the same time. I think that's what you meant. It is exactly what I meant. Right. So you're doing a good job. interpreting. <laughs> your secret decoder ring is working. So that's absolutely incredible. Now, another thing, that, another thing that's different about your business and your philosophy is what, well, it wasn't different that you were inspired by your wife's suggestion. So we'll give her the credit. We'll give Kim the credit. I usually but do. You are a smart man and you're still married. So obviously it worked. You brought your family into the business. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so in 2014, I was getting super busy, and Nick was a realtor, literally in the same office. Nick and being I, your son. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So I, so I said, hey, do you just want to help with, like, the marketing side of the thing and help me with the buyer side? I'm just, I don't have time. He said, sure. That morphed into a full-time role. Then in 16, actually end of 15, but officially January of 16, my daughter Kayla and my son-in-law Zach were in the bartending and personal uh, training business. And they just wanted out. It was five years of that. Around here, that you make good money at it, but you got you have zero life. So they came in. He came, uh, Zach in particular came in from scratch. Never talked to a seller in his life, unlike my kids who grew up in it. And um, three, fast forward three years, he's a machine on the phone and, and in coaching. And so our roles kind of, people always say, well, did you tell them what they had to do? Our roles organically just formed. Like Nick loves work with the buyers. I don't. Zach doesn't. You know, so... Kayla's very organized, runs the whole office. Guys don't like that. So everyone just organically fell into their role, and now it's been growing nicely because of that because it's got like a passion built in. Absolutely, and I love how they've kind of formed their own roles and found where they fit in the business yeah. as opposed to you trying to bang a square peg into a round hole just because they were related to you and you said, yeah. do it because I'm your dad and I sign your paychecks. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Oh, and on that note, that's why it works, by the way. There are no paychecks. And there wasn't day one. It was, look, I, there's no guarantees. You guys want to try this? Because they were asking me. I didn't go hunting them down, you know. And they said, yeah, I'll try. I said, okay, so when the deals close, that's when you'll get the piece. We all do. So if we have a, a bad month and you're hearing crickets, well, we got to get to work. I love that. So they, you eat what you harvest. Yep, 100%. 
And you got your whole family pretty much to buy into that. Well, yeah, because it's upside too, right? And they hustle their butts off, so they do very, very well. That makes total sense. What are, now we've alluded to the niche that you're in, and you've used a couple words that most of our listeners probably won't know. So talk a little bit about the way you guys invest in real estate. I believe you use the word lease purchase. You use the word terms. Talk a little bit about the English version of what that means. So we buy, I'll keep it simple. We buy either owner financing, that can mean a lot. So I'll tell you what that means, and, and lease purchases. So an owner financing deal to us means there's about a third of the homes in the United States right now, believe it or not, that are free and clear. They don't owe a dime on their homes. Mortgage are paid off. Yeah, those are great candidates for owner financing because we structure a deal where we give them full price or even a touch higher, and you'll see why in a minute. And then we pay them monthly principal only payments, no interest. So you're getting the owner to carry an interest free mortgage. Correct. Now, why would they do that as opposed to getting a buyer who could buy their house with a regular mortgage from a bank and they get paid all at once? Yeah, a couple of reasons. One is the buyers are thin. Uh, it's about 20% of the population that right now, believe it or not, every market varies a little bit, that can get a loan in their current state. So that's wow. getting tighter and tighter to, to get a loan. So as you go up in price, even more so. Uh, number two- to qualify for the bigger mortgages. Yeah, but okay. way tougher. It's getting tougher and tougher. So interest rates are great, but the criteria are tougher. And then number two, some of the owners want, if they're already free and clear, they don't need the money. They would have pulled it out. So they want more of a cash flow stream. They want the, the payment system. Uh, third, they don't want to pay interest, uh, 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 income tax on the interest income. So instead, we bump the price up a little bit, and they just collect principal payments, better tax situation. But lastly, from a capital gain standpoint, they get to spread that out over time. So there's a bunch of reasons. I mean, the building I'm in now, Seth, I mean, right, I don't even know if we, I told you this, but this building here we bought last year, we, there's no bank. We bought it directly from the owner, owner financing, and it's a 20-year. I'll never see a bank here. never signed on a personal loan. That, okay, so you talked about owner financing, uh, lease purchase. Lease purchase is a little different. Lease purchase for us means there's underlying debt. Let's say I'm buying your home, and you were trying to sell it on the open market for whatever reason. You couldn't, probably because of what I said earlier, not many buyers. And you owe, I'll, I'll use a number that says you have equity because you don't have to, but let's say you owe 250. I can say to you, look, Seth, if you sold with a realtor, you're going to pay the realtor. You're going to pay some fees. You're probably going to have to get nickeled and dimed on the price. I'm going to protect your 50 grand equity, all of it. I'm going to lease purchase your home, which means I'm going to pay your mortgage payment, let's say for three years, terms vary. At the end of the three years or before, I'm going to pay off the mortgage, which is now not 250 anymore. It's lower. So that's my benefit. And I'm going to give you your 50 that I locked in day one. So you know that you can get it all your money if you can wait. If you're a seller that needs it tomorrow to go do something, this doesn't work. So if I'm selling to go buy because I need that money for a down payment on another house, it doesn't work. Correct. But if I'm okay, I can, I'm getting my 50 in three years in that example? Yeah. So some do that. Some are, say they owe 300. House is worth three. If they pay a realtor or even just close it and have their fees, they're going to go on. Money. They're going to be negative. So they'll say to us, okay, I'll, I'll wait and I'll get the whole thing paid off. I wish you won't even worry about it. I'm not getting equity anyway. Very cool. Okay. And you talked about, you kind of discovered this, happened upon it after you went underwater in 2007, 2008. Can you, I, can you tell a little bit of how you, how that happened? How, how I got crushed or how I came no, out? No, 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 no. How you, how you found this. Yeah. I've always had niche for real estate. I've been out of 27 years. So I, I said, okay, well, how the heck am I going to buy? My credit went from uh, almost 800 to 520. My cash went from nice reserves and 401ks and everything else to negative. 
And so how am I going to buy real estate? Well, the two ways I just explained to you, no credit, no money, right? money. That's exactly how I get into it. And then we teach, obviously, now others to do it. Okay. And obviously a lot of that, along with some amazing success stories and some amazing other resources, plus some legendary folks just in the marketing and personal development world, all in the new book, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing by bestselling author Chris Prefontaine of Smart Real Estate Coach. Chris, where is the best place for our folks to go to get a copy of the book? It's going to actually release on May 14th. This will air after that. Okay. So Amazon then will be the best. And in the book, there's a free resource center loaded and that they can go to that site. But just go to Amazon. Obviously, leave a, a review if they like it. That'd be nice. Sure. And a five-star positive review would be even better. Awesome. All right. So go to Amazon because this will air after the book has come out. So go to Amazon, get your copy of The New Rules of Real Estate Investing by Chris Prefontaine. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody for listening and or watching and we will see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888 2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.